Welcome to the Brief Key and another radio interview for Mental Health Awareness Week. And for this interview, I have the lovely Susanna Jacobs with me today. Hello, Susanna. Hello. Um, so, the good thing about doing the audio interview is that if I start f- showering you with compliments, then uh, no one, no one has to look uh, embarrassed. So, um, I will start by saying that Susanna has been a dear friend. Um, for over 10 years now, and we know each other through working at the BBC, don't we? We do indeed, um, yeah, yeah. And Susanna was actually the first person in my new department who I came into contact with because she um, escorted me for my interviews. And I remember, I remember that, I remember that, I picture, I remember that. You, you had a, a, a grey suit on and, and I collected you and then I had we had to go up to, up to four floors and usually, you know, when you pick someone up from reception, they're quite nervous and don't say much. But you were just chatty, chatty, chatty and asking me all these questions about the BBC, about strategy and goodness knows what else. And I didn't know the answers. I mean, I just didn't know any of the answers. I was so embarrassed. I've been there. I don't know. I can't. So how long have I started at the BBC in, what, 1994? So, yeah, I didn't know any answers. Anyway, yes. Well, you were absolutely delightful you were so kind and generous of spirit and mm-hmm. over the years of getting to know you you have literally shone that person consistently you were always Aww. so calm so willing to help and so um kind and, and you are a very very generous spirit um Aww. you make me laugh consistently and every time we you- I just have to look at you <laughs> through the office and I start laughing um, I know the same. I have memories of us dressing up for um, nativity plays that we yeah. were filming as part yeah, of the yeah, yeah. d- department work that we were doing, and you were you were um, one of the, the shepherds. Shepherd. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Shirding and sheep. Shirding sheep. Absolutely. Sheep. Yes. The bloopers reel for that still makes me laugh. Um, and I seem to remember we had a, a, a laughing incident over some A5 paper. We did, and I don't, I don't know. I, mean, I used to remember, I used to get in at quarter to nine, and at quarter to nine in the morning, there was obviously your good, lovely self and Tamsin. Yes. And the three of us used to have sort of 20 minutes, half an hour together, didn't we? Yeah. And uh, no, I don't know that particular morning, because it was sort of really up to us. We just did it, didn't we? We, we just, just used yes. to fill up the Chain photocopy paper yeah. just yeah. for everyone's use. Yeah. No one else. Yeah. And I don't know why. I don't know what triggered us, but it was something to do with A5. There was no A4 paper, but there there was loads (laughs) of different, like the the half of that, which is A5 paper, isn't it? So there was just loads of like A5 paper. Absolutely. I don't know what triggered it, but I remember being on the floor (laughs) in the middle of the office, tears streaming down my face. (laughs) Then you join me on the floor and the entire office literally got the giggles. (laughs) Because we didn't know I what remember, we were I'll laughing remember for. that for the rest of my life. Yeah, you know, you talk yeah. about certain... Yeah, I hadn't been there that long, but my boss, I don't no. know what he thought. Um, so, <laughs> anyway. And yeah. that was basically the rest. That that kind of, like, <laughs> sets up the rest of our friendship. Um, Definitely. So, Susanna, Aww. just to say thank you so much for taking the time to do this interview. Um, obviously, this is for Mental Health Awareness Week, and the theme for the week is kindness. So, before we get into the the questions for the interview Mm -hmm. i just wanted to ask and for the purpose of people listening how your world comes into contact with people that struggle with mental health and how you think awareness campaigns and awareness weeks like this help Mm. okay well just myself 
I am naturally a highly strong person myself. I always have been. And uh, I remember, I won't dwell on it really, but I had to, I personally had to go and see somebody in, um, just before I met my husband, actually, um, in about 1996, um, with issues with to do with my father. Um, and because I thought I was going mad myself um, of I don't have a good relationship with my father. And uh, I wanted to get my relationship right with my with my now husband. And one thing that she said to me, which has remained with me forever, because I'm quite a deep person, she said, whatever you are thinking, whatever you are feeling is absolutely normal. Um, I used to imagine like, like my father being, being, being dead, basically, and how it would make me feel. And, but mentally, I got through that. And I suppose the, the, next, the next point for me was when I had my son, Cameron, and uh, I went to a very dark place. I didn't actually have postnatal depression, but I had like a bit of an inkling of what it could possibly be like. I came through that. But then what happened in 2004, my oldest, dearest friend who has had mental issues all of her life, um, she took her own life and she was only 39. And when I look at her, you know, she was just like me. She was just she was just like me. And yet that that sort of fine line between between being sort of OK and then talking to her and saying that she felt a bit like a pixie. And she really, really thought that. Yeah, that was my first really experience of, of, of bad mental health. Mm. And then briefly, um, over the last three years, I've seen a, a radical decline in one of my closest immediate family members. Um, and. So I feel that these awareness campaigns are just well, absolutely vital. I think people with bad mental health can only get the help when they are ready. But with all the um, with with such a campaign, when you can see when when people can see it and hear it everywhere on a poster in a library or in a doctor's or um, online or on the TV or radio, it just become the, the awareness just might trigger in something. You know what? That's me, and I need to go and get help because, as, as I repeat, no, no one can get the help that they can get until they are ready. Um, so that's what. Um, in fact, in fact, when I talk about an immediate family member, that is still on, ongoing. But another family member has actually seen, of mine, has actually seen a poster and actually has got help herself. And she is now on medication for her bad mental health. So, um, yes, that's, that's where I'm at with my world. Thank you so much. That's really kind of you to be so open um it's 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 interesting in in doing these interviews it's amazing how many people's lives are touched by oh, that, mental health definitely. issues and it it really is all around us and so i completely agree with you that awareness campaigns are essential i think the in, drip 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 of it yes. every day you know you could be driving in a car and see something or on the radio and and yeah i think that now it's, I mean, the royal family are now talking about it, aren't they? Everyone is yes. talking about it. That it just might trigger something in someone. Yes. That that day, 
yeah, that's me, and, and I need, I need help. some help. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And it's yeah. it's difficult to to sometimes put your hand up and say, "I need some help." Mm. Really I think men difficult. So I think yes. especially men. Yes, yeah, yeah, and I think the stigmas that are slowly breaking down for for men to be able yeah. to say, "I'm struggling." Um, Definitely. That the the uh, I'm a big believer that your biggest strength is in your vulnerability and yes I think that's very true for men you know we are strong when we're vulnerable and and that's that's the way forward you know definitely and showing your vulnerability means that you reap back more from others with their help and their support and their caring and their love etc absolutely and we grow stronger yeah and grow stronger definitely thank you for that so let's move on to the specific questions Mm. um on the topics of kindness. So mm-hmm. the first question is, what does the term kindness mean to you? Okay. So I think kindness for me is, is seeing where you can help, comfort, give love, show someone you're thinking about them um, unconditionally, i.e. you're not expecting anything back, mm-hmm. nothing in return. I think thoughtfulness you know, having that thought leads on to the act of saying or especially doing something kind. And I think one of the, one of many, many strands of kindness, of course, but I think the biggest thing is with kindness is giving your time. Mm. Everyone's busy, but just giving your time and listening. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's what kindness means for me. Fantastic. There's, there's an amazing book called, um, the five love languages and it's about the five ways that we show love to each other and Mm -hmm. specifically the book is talking about within the context of relationships romantic relationships Mm. Mm. and one Mm. of those five is time and that Mm. there are some people who naturally are are time givers you are you're (laughs) one of those bless you Um, you are one of those because you listen because the thing is, there's there's listening and there's listening, I think. Yes. There's listening. I mean, I even do it with my own son. You know, he's talking to me about something and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But on, on in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, yes, I've got to go shopping. I've got to go that. I've got to go. <laughs> you're not listening. You're not actually, because if you listen, you're actually looking at that person. Yes. Looking at them in the eyes. Yes. That's listening. Yes. You do it. You Thank do it you. all the time. It's amazing. It's a skill. Bless it is you. a skill. Um, a little, a little, I, know, I know now that you're doing shopping lists in the back of your head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for some A5 like, paper. Susanna, Susanna, <laughs> Susanna. Yeah. Um, and it was, and the other, so going back to the so yeah, five love languages, is yeah. that actually for some people, they don't naturally give time. They, they may be gift givers or they may be people who are servers so they serve people quite naturally. Yeah. And um, it's, it's interesting how different people give different gifts. And sometimes people need a gift of or an act of kindness that might not be something that comes naturally to you. Yeah. And so you mentioned time. It might be for some people listening that that's something that they struggle to give. But actually yeah. being aware of that... And knowing that maybe someone in their immediate family or within their workplace or a stranger might just need two minutes, but it's not natural. So it's really good Mm. to kind of raise that, that Mm. you say, you know, time Mm. is one of the things. 
Um, and some yeah. people will do that really naturally. And some people need to be more mindful of, of thinking, oh, yeah. actually, you know, they don't need five pounds. Yeah. They need an ear just for yeah. a couple of minutes. Yeah, Thank absolutely. you for that. Second question Ooh, is, mm. why is kindness so important for us as humans? Oh, so well, life is up and down. We all know that, don't we? Life is up and down. And I think um, acts of acts of kindness, especially especially in troubled, painful, hard times, lift people's souls. I mm. mean, you can be kind when people aren't in trouble or distress. You can just be kind when the person that you're giving it to is 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 in a happy state of mind and anyway but i think i think kindness especially in trouble painful hard times lift people's souls i think um it shows that we care from just literally from one person to another mm. and if you're caring for another person it makes you happy absolutely and obviously being happy if you're being happy then that leads on to having to feeling mentally happy and even physically happy so then it yes. just makes that whole being happy. Yeah, you can't be happy and be miserable at the same time, can you? I don't think so. I don't, <laughs> I don't think you think can. So, no, I don't yeah. think you can experience so, uh, exactly the so, same yes. at the same time. Yeah. Yes, that's, that's, that's what that means. That's what it means for me. Fantastic. Yeah. Thank you. And the third question is, what do you see as the connection between kindness and compassion? Mm, okay. Okay, I think, I think the, link, the link there is, is understanding Understanding and sharing the feelings of another. Okay. I think putting yourself in that person's shoes and thinking what you would like to be said and done if you were in that situation. Interesting. I think that's how I think, you know, kindness is is being friendly, being generous, being considerate, and compassion is perhaps taking um taking more of an action to alleviate someone's distress. Yeah. But I think overall it's just trying to put yourself in that person's shoes and, yeah, thinking what you'd do. So it's leaning towards sympathy and empathy. Yeah, yeah, empathy. That's the yeah. word. Yeah. Empathy, definitely. Okay. Yeah, because I think, I think when you think about acts of kindness especially, I don't think people... I don't think people ever forget how it makes you feel. That's very true. I think the feeling is is always there. Yes. I have a feeling it was uh, Maya Angelou who said it. Okay. Um, that it's... Um, you you will never forget how you made someone... F- how They will never forget how you made them feel. Right. And yeah. uh, I think it was Maya Angelou who said that. And yeah. that, yeah. you know, you can forget somebody what someone says... Or even what they did, but that feeling yeah. stays with yeah. them. So yeah, and that's a very, very strong memory. Very yeah. powerful, isn't it? Yeah, it's... absolutely. And and you think about, you know, positive or negative actually. Mm. I mean, I, I always remember the day that my that my mum what well, I mean, my mum walked out on my dad. I always remember always remember that. Not necessarily, I don't remember the finer details, but I know that how it made me feel when my dad walked in and she wasn't there. Yeah. And we lock those yeah. feelings inside of ourselves. Definitely. And then we file them into Definitely. our little memory banks. Definitely. And it's interesting, when I went to have, you know, help before, you know, when I met Robin, that was something, because I've got, you know, one brother, and he was struggling as well. And it was something that she said about men and women, how men 
quite not everybody, of course, but generally speaking, how men can put that in a locker and lock it and that's it. Mm. Whereas women can do that, lock it, but then they go back and they take it out and they keep unlocking it and taking it out. And I thought that was that was really interesting. Interesting. How you how you, you do file that in your in your head. Yes. Yeah. The same situation, but how you how it makes you feel. You repeat it. Different way. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Question yeah. five. Question five. So, can you give a couple four. of... No, question four, we're on. Question four. Oh, sorry, yep. Yeah. I can't, can't even do the interview. So, question <laughs> four. Um, can you give a couple of examples or one example of acts of kindness that you have witnessed in your day-to-day life? Okay. Um, I've just got one, I've got one here from work, actually. Oh, fantastic. This was, this was years ago, years and years ago. And again, a very powerful memory because it's how I made how it made me feel. And I had to take. I was told I had to take. I worked for a, a not very nice boss, and um, he sprung it on me that I had to take minutes the following day, first thing in the morning, um, at a top level meeting. I'd never taken minutes in my life. I'd never. I was didn't know how to do it. I had no idea. So I explained that, and he said, "Well, just go home and Google it," and that was it. So. The, the day dawned and I went into this meeting. It's like I had absolutely no idea what to do, whether, you know, and they were talking. You know, I don't understand the business, all I never will. You know, and it was just all going over my head. Now, there was a gentleman, and I won't say his name because he is a senior, senior person at the mm. BBC now, still now. And he could see me. He could see me sweating and almost in tears. And he, he just quietly in my ear said to me, are you okay? And I said, no, I'm not. He said, don't worry. Let me write. Let me write all the notes. I'll write all the notes and I'll send it to you and I'll ty- and you can type it up as minutes. And I'll never forget that. Well, how did that make you feel? I won't, I, I won't say his name, no. but he is the kindest, kindest man. Yeah. Still at the BBC. Still at yeah. the BBC. And I'll never forget that. That was just very powerful. And how anyway, did that, um, sorry, how, how did that make you feel in that moment? Oh, my God, the relief. The yeah. relief and, oh kindest 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 person honestly it made me feel relaxed and at peace and oh it's, it's amazing it felt amazing i still feel that now it's amazing i know i can I, I can hear and, and it's, he, <laughs> it's interesting linking that to what you said about compassion about empathy and seeing someone yeah. in need he, he saw my distress absolutely my distress. yeah yeah and 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 yeah. he needed to give you just a little time yeah. And then to give you a little gift. Yeah. Not expecting anything back for it no, either. No, no, but just he was, knew. You know, he, was, he was ahead then. He was ahead of department then. Yeah. And now he's like, you know, Much way senior. up there. Yeah. But yeah, amazing. I'll amazing. tell you off record who it is, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. And then, and, then, and then just a couple of other things. Yeah. Um, you know, even with my own husband, my own husband, he's not a chocolates, flowers person. He's not particularly romantic. But what my husband does is things like in the winter, he goes out earlier than me. He's a postman. He goes out at five o'clock in the morning. In the winter, he would like de- defrost his car, de-ice his car, and he'll do my car. 
at the same time. I thought you defrosted so the car. I had pictures of us in the car in the microwave. Defrost the windscreen of the car, not defrost the car. God, sorry. Um, so, yes, he'll, de- he'll de-ice the, his windscreen and he'll de-ice mine, ready for Aww. when I go to work. That's what Robin does. Um, so that... Um, and then just a couple of other quick things is um, something that I've actually adopted myself because I saw it once at, um, you know, like when you get to the bridge, certain bridges, you have to pay, pay a toll. I don't know if it's all on credit card now. I don't know, but I um, haven't been to one for ages. But you, there used to be like these buckets. And let's say it was, I don't know, let's say it was a pound to get over through through the bridge. And you have these buckets and you put change in, literally you put a pound in. Yeah. And I watched once, and this um, it was a really hot summer's day, and the only reason why I heard it because the windows were down. And then at the next kiosk, if you like, next to me, a complete stranger, I've never seen him before, he paid for his own toll, and then he said, and pay for the, pay for the car behind. He, did, he didn't know that person. No. And then what, was, what, what gave him a bit, I think, a bit, of a, a bit of a boost, a bit of a high, whatever, is he then saw... The person behind go, what? Sorry, who? Who? Yeah. Didn't know who the. You know, that's yeah. what I like. It's like it's like when you, I do this when you um, drive down the street and you see a complete stranger and you bib yes. and then go hi yeah. and they they turn around and go hi. But- <laughs> <laughs> Love doing that. Love doing that. So that was that. And then I think the last one is my own son. Actually, when my son started primary school. Um, so he was, yes, five then. He was one of the older ones. He was coming out late from school. And I don't know why, I didn't know why he was coming out late from school until one day I I saw him and he, this was in the, in the winter, and he was zipping up the coats of three other girls. He'd done his own and then he was zipping up the coats of three of his little girlfriends in his class. And um, and we're, I was walking home, and I said, you know, I, I now realise why why you're why you're a bit late coming out of school. So what, you know, are you why are you zipping up those other three girls' coats? And he said, because they can't do it, Mum. So I do it for them. Aww. And I thought that was very sweet. Oh, how so they so, so they're my acts of kindness that I've witnessed, and which leads us on to the, the the one act of kindness I've received. Absolutely, that stands out for you. And, and this was really lovely because this was a neighbour of mine. So I'm sitting in my study now. She's literally opposite me. And this was a time before I used to buy, you know, got, get my milk. I'd get my milk now from the supermarket. When I used to have my milk delivered. Mm. And this particular weekend, we'd gone away, but I'd forgotten to cancel the milk. It was a long weekend, so I'd forgotten to cancel, cancel the milk. And when I came back, whatever day it was, I think it was the Monday night, she came over and from the milk all the milk that was on the doorstep she'd taken that away and she'd made me a macaroni cheese and a rice pudding wow i need I your neighbor <laughs> i lost my neighbor i know so that's that that's something that really sticks in my mind something very little but but at the same that. time it's a it's kind of big impact because it's, oh, yeah. it's it stays with you but Definitely. again it's, it's what you said before it's because of how it made you feel oh yeah yeah yeah. Definitely, and I'll always remember that. Yeah, oh, so that, that, that's my act of kindness to me. Yeah. To you. And the, so the final question, because yeah. we haven't touched on this, but it's very important, obviously, for, for Mental Health Awareness Week, mm. is, and especially in the times that we're in at the moment with mm. COVID-19 mm. and people experiencing isolation through lockdown mm. and um, 
dealing with mental health, even people who didn't weren't aware that they might be struggling with some form of mental health. It's still challenging a lot of people. Um, what advice would you give to help people with self-kindness? Mm. Um, well, I think, I think health is the most important thing. It is the most important thing, just your general health, mental and physical. Yes. And I think um, if you aren't in good health, you also can't look after other people and help others. Mm. Um, I think on a really fundamental level, is just, we've been said it all before, is to eat, drink, sleep and and exercise Mm. well. You know, exercise moderately, not necessarily majorly, but just some, some sort of exercise, which I think just really just helps everybody with mental health. And I think nature again you you hear about nature if you can i mean i know some people just can't but even if you just open the window and even just hear the birds singing i think that consistency that rhythm of nature that is just continuing even though we're in these troubled times is that constant i think just just helps you mentally i think because we need to be you need we need to be fit especially physically but mentally too to we need to be fit to fight this virus, I think. Yes. Um, so I think that's what I would say. Um, then something that I saw a couple of weeks ago for mental health is laughing. Laughing is just fantastic. <laughs> and I've never heard of this before. You probably have. But it's um, laughter yoga. Have you heard of that? Laughter yoga. Uh, yes, I've, I've, I've heard of laughter a, therapy. Absolutely, yes. Laughter yoga. So it's, it's basically breathing, like the yoga breathing I saw it on, where did I see it? I think it was one of the, this morning, I think it was. So you fake it until you actually, so if you're, you're feeling really down, you, that's the last thing you want to do is laugh. Yes. But you take in the, you take, do the breaths, do the breathing, and then you laugh. And funnily enough, this is, well, this is what they were saying anyway, that you then eventually are genuinely laughing. You do it on a group or on your own. So I thought that was a good thing. Um, and I think, I think time, time to relax. I think, you know, whatever, the, whatever that means for you. Mm. You know, I say, you know, for me, that's things like Pilates, reading, watching a funny film. Um, but if you want to lie on a bed and look at the ceiling all day long and that mentally takes you to a good place, then do it. But I think we've got to be a bit adaptable in the time with everything, you know, so many places shut. Yes. Um, like one of my things is walking at the zoo. I love walking at the zoo. So doing things um, that are do, being kind to yourself things, through yes. looking after your health and... Yes, and whatever your, that means for you, whether it's getting cut flower, you know, buying fresh cut flowers to look at, um, whatever. And, and also I think you've got to be aware of where you, where you get your energy from. Yes. So I think, you know, you get your energy from being on your own or with people. If you get your energy and it mentally takes you to a better place with people, then... Uh, the only place we can do it really now is yeah. phone, Zoom. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know now that you can meet one person outside your household, can't you? Yes. So do it if you need people. Myself, I I re-energise by being on my own, actually, funnily enough. Yes. Um, so, yes. Fantastic. Think, yeah. So, so I, I was um, thinking about what you were saying there, re, um, just being kind to yourself. It's almost like giving yourself little gifts. 
yeah, little treats. Yeah, exactly, little yeah. treats, yeah. Like you and said, be, the flowers, yeah. things that make you yeah. smile. I think your point yeah. about laughter is absolutely true. Um, because if you think how many times people have a, a, a good, deep laugh with tears and afterwards mm. they, oh, I really needed that. Definitely. And the Definitely. release and the, the energy that that, that yeah. provides. And obviously some people... You know, you and I just look at each other and we start laughing. Um, so some people do it very naturally and yeah. some people struggle um, yeah, because it is it is a release. Mm. And I, I remember, I think about the age of 19, 20, I realized that I barely laughed. Mm. And mm. I set on a specific journey to discover laughing. Mm. and after about a year or so that was it there was no stopping mm. me and no. you know to this day people can 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 find me in a supermarket by listening <laughs> listening for yeah. laugh i know you yeah, guys well, instead in the office laugh. you said oh, i lovely knew you were laugh. local because i could hear you from the floor above laughing yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and yet, sadly, and this is sadly, you know, with or without the crisis that we're going through, you know, some people just don't ever laugh. No, no. So I think that what you said is really good. Find a book, a TV show, a mm. blog or a podcast or something or a person and connect yeah. with whatever it is yeah. that can bring that yeah. out and just yeah. release a bit of laughter. I like Definitely. that. That's not saying, though, goes back to what you were saying before, that with, with, you know, if you've got bad mental health, you know, whatever you say to somebody, whatever you suggest, recommend, whatever... They've got to help themselves. And I, th I think that's the hardest thing. Yes. Well, I, th I think you said that at the beginning that yeah. someone has to be in a place where they're ready to ask for help. Exactly. And um, exactly, there is a, a lot of people who I know, know they struggle with mental health. Yeah. But they are not ready to make that step to actually ask for support. But um, that's great. That That's a great starting point. That absolutely. You it's part of the journey. And I think that's Definitely. what's important. Definitely. Yeah. And things Definitely. like this, these interviews hopefully will help people think, you know what, it's okay. It I, is I okay. can just ask for some help. It's there's nothing wrong. No. I just need to say, no. hey. Need yeah. A bit. And like like it's all been said before, if you have a broken arm or a broken leg, it's there. It's like, yep. Yeah. But the mind is I know. Something I know. different. And it's such it's a shame that we've thing, attached but... such bad stigmas to it. Yeah. But it is amazing. Yeah the work that is being done to break those down. Yeah, Susanna, you've been an absolute joy as always. Thank you so much for being so open and Thank you. laughing. Um, and yeah. um, it's, um, I, I hope, I'm sure people will listen to this and, and listen to your words and your advice and be really touched and uh, blessed. So thank you so wow. much for that. Thank you. And you made me feel so relaxed as always. <laughs> You. Thank, thank you and love you, you too my dear thank um, you. I right. will speak to you very soon so for now this is the end of this Breathe Key interview for Mental Health Awareness Week and we've been looking at the topic of kindness please do tune in to the other podcasts and keycasts on thebreathekey.com for the other interviews uh, that are going to be released during Mental Health Awareness Week this is Saul James your host saying thank you for joining <laughs>